0: I'm recording this, I guess you could call it podcast, as a different medium in which to consume my new newsletter, Substack, through. I understand that people like to listen to content as opposed to just read and vice versa, so I want to bring both avenues. Calling this new newsletter, this new podcast, A Simple Man's Guide to a Good Life, the reason I'm starting it is because I believe that most people are living lives of quiet desperation. Now, I obviously did not come up with that saying. That is a Henry David Thoreau quote. However, I do feel as if there are certain challenges we face in the modern era that is causing this phenomenon to happen even more than in the era of Henry David Thoreau or even before him. And I want to talk about it, I want to bring tools to people, I have been on the Guide to the Good Life for about three to four years now and I think there are unique experiences I've had and will continue to have that I can bring to people and just help illuminate the path for certain people if they're wanting to live more fulfilling, healthy, fulfilled lives. So that is why I'm starting this uh, podcast. Newsletter, etc. Desperation. Let's talk about that. What does that mean? The way I see desperation, especially in the modern era, era era, is this kind of underlying anxiety and angst we feel on a day-to-day basis. We wake up with it, it's like the monkey on our back. We can't necessarily put a word to it, but I think most of us feel it whether it's the anxiety and angst around just our day-to-day lives, whether that's paying bills or the work we have to do, feeling like we never have enough time, our health, the health of our loved ones, the realization that we have a very finite amount of time on this planet and what are we doing with it? It's just this underlying anxiety about just the life we're living day to day. The problem with this that I see is that that's not really diagnosable in any real form. Now, if you have clinical anxiety, clinical depression, right? These are things that, yes, obviously, diagnosable. Uh, I would say, however, that in Western medicine, if it's diagnosable, most times you're going to get a prescription for a drug. Uh, Big pharma is going to get involved, right? But most of us aren't facing something clinical. Most of us are just facing this underlying challenge of what our day-to-day life looks like and why can't we feel happy, fulfilled, thriving about it. I would implore you to kind of look at your day-to-day life, past week, and ask yourself if you're facing any of these challenges. These challenges can stem from erratic sleep behaviors. Your sleep times or wake times are all over the place. When you want to go to sleep your, your mind is racing when you wake up though you don't want to get out of bed or it's very hard to get out of bed you look at your diet your eating behaviors are extremely erratic there's no rhyme or reason to them binge drinking binge netflix or tv show watching or social media scrolling you find yourself mindlessly scrolling and asking yourself why the hell am i here Um. An underlying sense of dread around your own death. I am sure most of you have or are currently experiencing some or if not all of these. And this is kind of the underlying challenges I'm talking about in which it's not really diagnosable. right? But these things are challenges nonetheless. I know for me. I have faced many of these at different times. The thing that led me onto the guide to the good life was about three years ago. I had a massive bubbling of trauma around my sister's passing. She passed when I was about 18, 19 years old. And I didn't do anything with that trauma other than stuff it down. And then when the COVID pandemic hit, all of that trauma kept bubbling to the surface because I realized I hadn't one dealt with that trauma and now I had a massive massive fear of my own death. And it was causing issues with my sleep, with my eating, with my day-to-day. And I didn't like it. And I asked myself, where is this coming from? What can I do about this? I need to take ownership of this. In the newsletter, I have a second quote there by Epictetus. When will you demand the best of yourself? And that was kind of the question I was asking myself without knowing I was asking myself that question. And I took control. I was like, I'm going to work on this. I need to take control of my life. I'm not going to let this impact me anymore. And that's what led me to finding the life philosophy of Stoicism. And that's what illuminated the path of the good life for me. And I knew there was a path to walk. And that leads me to the basis of this podcast and the first newsletter, which is this idea of a life philosophy. You know, for me, Stoicism is a life philosophy that speaks to me. It makes sense to me. But what I've learned over the past three, four years is that it's less important what the life philosophy is. And what's more important is that everybody has a life philosophy to guide their life. A life philosophy can give you... Kind of moral tenets, principles to guide your life, to be your North Star, to bounce your decisions off of, to bounce your day to day life. Ask yourself are you living your best life to your principles, moral tenets, and core values? You know, if I was to ask you right now, I want you to list off your five core values or principles off the top of your head, and go. Could you do that very easily? My guess is most people listening or reading the newsletter cannot do that. You know, you might be religious and you might be able to list off some core values or moral tenets from your religion. I would still challenge you to really be honest with yourself and ask, though, do you let that guide your life? Do you live within those moral tenets or those guidelines? Yes or no? The subtitle to my newsletter is, a man who knows not which port he sails, no wind is favorable, something along those lines. I don't have it right in front of me. It's a Seneca quote. Essentially what this quote is saying is that if you don't have a direction you're going in your life, you don't understand what values or principles are guiding your life, you don't know where your life is going in general. You don't know why you're reacting the way you're reacting. You don't know why you made the decision you made. Again, you're walking through life almost like a lifeless zombie. You're floating through life. There's no intentionality behind your life. And this is most people. So my challenge to everybody listening, reading the news, uh, newsletter, is before you can get into any other aspects of improving your life, you have to bring awareness and intentionality around your life. And to do that, you have to figure out a life philosophy for yourself, or at the bare minimum, come up with some core values and principles that will guide your life. Okay. As this newsletter goes on and this podcast goes on, we're really going to be breaking down the good life into kind of five, or uh, excuse me, four kind of pillars. And those pillars are your physical life, right? Your internal life, which we'll just call kind of your your mental life, your mental health. Your emotional life.
1: And
0: your spiritual life. And when I say spiritual life, I don't necessarily mean religious. It can be religious if you are a religious person. Nothing I'm going to be saying or going over is going to conflict with that necessarily. But it doesn't have to be. I, I more mean like your connection to self and how you take that connection to self to the greater universe and the human species and your existence. So we'll be each week kind of going over one or two of these pillars. I'll be giving examples from my week of some tools that I used or failed to use. Um, And my goal here is just for us to be walking the path to the good life together. To, for me to share my experiences, my ideas on what I believe can help lead people to the good life, you know, and there may be things in here you guys read that you disagree with or that you challenge, and I love that. The idea here is that you're just on the path. Everybody's path to a good life may be different, but I think the most important thing is to illuminate it and give you guys tools to choose how you walk that path. So again, this week's challenge I'm putting out to people is go research different life philosophies. It can be religious. It doesn't have to be. It can be Eastern, Western. You know, It can be Stoicism, Epicureanism. It can be Taoism, Buddhism. It, it doesn't matter. What matters, again, is that you start to understand different underlying core values and principles and start to figure out what speaks to you, what makes sense to you. At the bare minimum, I would say come up with at least five core values that you think speak to you that you would like to kind of guide your life by. Um, I'll give a list of mine, my five core values and kind of the things that I balance my day-to-day life, my decisions, everything off of to let me know if I'm living my true best life. Uh, One is patience, which I know may sound cliche. Oh, of course, like it's a virtue. It is for me though, it truly is. I like to sit, sit, wait, analyze, And just make sure that things are kind of aligned um, in my life you know i don't rush into things Um, i'm logical i'm well thought out and that is one of my core values and principles second one would be temperance the way i view temperance is being level-headed you know not letting small things get to me like traffic or small arguments or clutter or anything like that i let that stuff roll off my back but on the same hand not necessarily letting accomplishments or praise or admiration get to me either. Uh, In my view, these are things that can be taken away as easily as they are given, and getting too high will only cause you to crash. That's not to say I don't value those things or that I don't think they're important. They are, but I don't ride the roller coaster of emotion with the highs and the lows, or at least I, I try not to. Obviously, these are things that are always works in progress and some days are great, some days are not. The third one is justice. The way I view justice is you know, always telling the truth, always presenting who you authentically are, fighting for what you believe in, morals, values, etc., sticking up for those that maybe don't have a voice, uh, and trying to live a life in of service and giving to others. Empathy is another one that kind of goes hand in hand with that. I strive to see the world through other people's eyes and understand the way that they've walked through life. And if I have a disagreement with somebody, I make sure I still recognize their humanity first and foremost. And I try to understand their perspective and where they're coming from and why they think the way they do. And the last one is courage. The way I see courage is doing the things that scare you. You have a decision to make and one of those decisions gives you the butterflies or makes you a little bit nervous or there's a sense you may fail. That's the route I go. I look at is I'm either going to succeed in this thing or I'm going to learn. And this is something that I continue to work on because I do have a fear of failure. I can be somewhat of a perfectionist, but I continue to reframe failure as just a learning experience, a learning opportunity. And that helps me be a little bit more courageous, making decisions to do things that I otherwise would not. Kind of moving towards the obstacle. As Ryan Holiday would say, the obstacle is the way. Now, most of those in some way or another are part of the stoic life philosophy. I've kind of taken some of theirs and intertwined some of mine. And these are my values that help bring awareness and intentionality to my life and my day to day living and to me this is the bare minimum this is where everybody has to start before you can start layering on or taking other things away from your life to live a good life because it automatically brings self-awareness to your day-to-day living and that has to be step number one so my challenge to you guys this week you know is go figure out if you haven't already your core values a life philosophy something that speaks to you and this will start to bring awareness around your day-to-day living You'll start to understand why you're making decisions the way you do, or maybe now you have a compass to guide you. Again, you can start to have a North Star, and it'll make it so much easier when you make decisions to stay firm in your decisions, you know, if you have an argument to explain to somebody why you are arguing the way you are and why you see things the way you do. So I'm excited. Uh, This is, you know, first episode, first uh, newsletter going out. And, um, you know, if this just helps one person, that's all I really care about at the end of the day. So, um, you can subscribe to the newsletter, you can subscribe to the podcast for right now, the content's going to be free. I'm just going to try to create some awareness around it. Eventually I will be making this a paid subscription. It's not going to be anything crazy. It'll be like five bucks. Um, you know, but for now I do just want to bring people in, see if people are about it with a little kind of like one month free, like the first four episodes and stuff will be free. And then from there, probably switch over to a paid version of it um, because it does take time to push content. But I appreciate you guys listening. And um, again, I hope you have a great week. I hope you start to be able to bring intentionality around your life. And we're just in the beginning of this. We're just now illuminating the path to the good life. And uh, soon we're going to be really walking that path. All right, guys, have a great week.